so good to be here. Again, thank you so much for your invitation to come, for Cindy and I. We have thoroughly enjoyed our stay with you. The hospitality, give it to us, and getting to meet new brethren and renew some old acquaintances. It's always wonderful, such a large family. And we're so blessed. And you're blessed here to have the work that you have, and we pray for that to continue. And it's our improvement even tonight. So thankful for that. The leaders are taking it to heart, and it's working out so well. We're so thankful for that. We praise God for his work in us and in you. This evening, we're going to consider what it means to sing a new song just for a few moments and encourage one another in that. There's a call to sing a new song, and we've heard it tonight already in our scripture reading. It's mentioned in the Old Testament and the New Testament, Psalm 98 at verse 1. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. Psalm 149 at verse 1, praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of the godly ones. Isaiah takes up the theme in chapter 42 at verse 10, sing to the Lord a new song, sing his praise from the end of the earth. It's always interesting in the Psalms and even in the prophets, how they look forward to the time that the Gentiles are going to join in this praise. All of the earth to the end of the earth. Revelation 5 at 9. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the book and to break its seals, for you were slain and purchased for God with your blood men from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. So according to scripture, there's value. There's importance in singing a new song. What does it mean to do so? And what's involved in that? Well, let's consider some ways. There's singing a new setting of music at words. It's totally a new song. Remember, all songs were new at one time. And we had to learn them. Imagine those Gentile converts. They came and had to learn the Psalms from scratch. They didn't know anything. Hymns and spiritual songs. So it is today. It was once due to us, wasn't it? And we had to learn it some way. So from the beginning of the church, new converts have been introduced to new songs and the experience of congregational singing. That may be new to some. And believers in all ages have sought new ways to express their faith. And new songs are being written and made available. In great numbers today, we have electronic hymnals and libraries that make incorporation of new songs in our assemblies so convenient. Learning new songs requires more effort and more attention, doesn't it? At first, the music takes priority. And then we focus more on the notes at at first than on a song that we already know. 
But once we feel more comfortable with the music, we begin to appreciate the words and the expression of them. And then we have new ways to express our faith than we had before. And new songs can enhance our worship as they're properly prepared. And bringing us, new song doesn't mean that we forget the old, but we incorporate them with the new. But singing a song that's just new to us is not the only way to sing a new song. There's the idea of singing a new message. Revelations 5, 9. The new song is with regard to the finished work of God in Christ. For you were slain and purchased for God with your blood men from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. So the attention now is given to the Lamb who was slain. The Lamb of God who is worthy of praise for what he has done and accomplished on our behalf. So in Christ, we have a new message to proclaim in song. Angels are singing redemption's sweet song. Do so Angels are singing redemption's sweet song. Converts, both Jew and Gentile, sang a new message regarding their Lord. 1 Timothy 3.16 By common confession, something that they knew, Paul quotes, Great is the mystery of godliness. He who was revealed in the flesh was vindicated in the spirit seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. How about 2 Timothy 2.11? It is a trustworthy statement. Something they knew. Paul quotes it. 
For if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. And then, how about Ephesians 5.14? For this reason, it says, again, they knew the statement. Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Possibly a quote from a baptismal hymn. All these appears to be quotes from hymns sung by first century Christians. We also sing a new song to the Lord as we learn of his salvation and his will for us. I will sing the wondrous story of the Christ who died for me. Domi, I was singing the wondrous story. Singing with a new perspective. The experiences of life change our outlook and bring new meaning to old songs. Note Psalm 40, beginning at verse 1. I patiently, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock, making my footsteps firm. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. Life's challenges Strengthen our faith. And we can sing a new song of deliverance that we couldn't sing before. We just didn't have that experience. And now we can relate. Our own experience of God's mercy can lead others to rejoice in him. Blessings and trials bring to life what was once just common and unmoving. A song sung at a funeral of a loved one can become etched in our memory. And as our children grow, they begin to share in song worship with us. Songs become more precious. As one grows older in the Lord, songs and singing take on a new perspective. 
become a source of comfort and assurance. Sometimes, if you don't know what to pray, pray a song. That makes it easy for me to get started. Think of the lyrics of a song and sing it and pray it. They're so useful. And we have so many precious memories. Do so. stillness of the midnight echoes from the Why should we learn and sing new songs? Well, we have new ways to express our faith. Thoughtful exposure to new songs with appropriate training will build a congregation's capacity for praise. As long as there's been song worship, believers have sought new ways of expressing their faith. New songs focus our attention and energy and bring a, a fresh Expression to timeless truths. And new songs don't replace old ones, but add value to them as they are sung and included together. You see, the concept of something new is meaningful to us. As John Kilgore points out, the idea of giving something new is important, especially when we think about gifts. We do not usually give something old and worn to someone special. I guess unless it's an antique that's valuable. But new greeting cards are continually given even though they say basically the same things over and over again. Singing new meaningful psalms gives us the sense that we are not worshiping out of habit but truly offering a new song to the Lord. And the, even though we may be expressing, expressing the same or similar thoughts, offering them a new, in a new setting which requires work and effort to learn, makes it a special gift. Let's sing a new song to the Lord. Let's sing in spirit and truth. <laughs> 
And when we sing in spirit and truth, we are truly singing a new song to the Lord. Hebrews 13 and 15. Through him then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of lips that give thanks to his name. A sacrifice is always the best. It's always the first. And it's the most spiritual we have to offer. It's our thoughtful best. That's why we come and offer our sacrifice of our thoughtful best when we assemble. Psalm 145 at verse 1. I will extol you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. How do you bless God? You speak well of him. You honor him. That's how you bless him. And every day brings another opportunity to find ways to praise our God and to thank him. Psalm 40 at verse 3, he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. A new song is a gift from God so that we and others will worship him in spirit and in truth. Psalm 118 at verse 14, also in Isaiah 12 at verse 2, the Lord is my strength and Song. And he has become my salvation. See, the Lord himself is our very own song. The rhythm of our heartbeat, the tune that's in our minds that we can't leave, our heavenly anthem the life force of our existence, the reason that we live. He's our song. He gave me a song. Do, be. He took my burdens all away up to a brighter In conclusion, 
is the Lord your salvation? What is the song of your heart? If you're a true Christian, then you have something to sing about. Of all the people in the world, the Christians are the only people that have something to sing and rejoice about. Christians are people of song. We are known for that. That's why it's a gift from God. We have that gift and we know how to use it. We sing songs of reality. We sing songs of hope. Of real places, of things. Real hope based on real evidence. Sometimes we sing the song, When All of God's Singers Get Home. How the ransomed will raise happy songs in his praise when all of God's singers get home. Children of God are singers of his praise. Are you one of God's singers? Are you one of his ransomed? We're about to sing this song as a song of encouragement. Do you need to make your life right with God? Do you have the Lord as the song of your life? Are you missing out on the joy of salvation that brings the song to life? Have you heard the gospel call of God and you know what to do? We're going to stand in a moment. We ask you to make your needs known. As one came forward one time and said, I have a need. I need to be saved. I need to be baptized. Do you have that need? We ask you to come forward. We're going to sing. What a song.